0: From Labradoodles to Cronuts, the world loves a hybrid. So today, businesses are taking a smarter hybrid cloud approach using the tools, platform, and expertise of IBM. The world is going hybrid with IBM. Visit ibm.com slash hybrid cloud.
1: I love these guys. Patrick, Elena, our buddies from Denver. Love this band and they have a new album coming out, which is out. I think it's, you might be able to pre-order, but Runner is the single. Uh, Please check this out. Uh, I love these guys so much. We are the Sklar Brothers. This is View From the Cheap Seats and our guest today. Is a good friend, someone we've known for years. A phenomenal writer, wrote on Real Time with Bill Maher for 11 years. Yep. Uh, not currently writing on it, but phenomenal on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me and has a new podcast with uh, Paula Poundstone called uh, Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone with Adam Felber. He has to keep her on track. And then uh, he's just fantastic and one, one of the quickest minds. Like You yes. can tell he was probably just phenomenal in the writer's room and a huge sports fan. We'll get into his love of the Knicks. And his hatred of the Knicks. Which and his hatred hand of James in hand with the Dolan. Love. With the love of the Knicks. Uh, just being there in New York uh, when the Yankees won and what he did. Phen- phenomenal storytelling. And then we have great quick hits later, w- including a James Dolan take, which mm-hmm. uh, we absolutely love. But top of the show, uh, we got to talk about – there. there's a couple of things. It's funny because you have your – what you want to talk about. We can yeah. talk about both I mean, want. my my thing is just quick. I watched the Seattle, uh, Seattle uh, Seahawks – 49ers game, Monday night game. Amazing game, by the Amazing way. Amazing game. Incredible game. Um, two teams that I think will be there in the playoffs, two teams that yeah. have, either both teams have a chance to go all the way to it's the It's a Super shame Bowl. that they're in the same division. It but is, whatever. and it's crazy to me that the Rams are third banana in that division mm-hmm. when you think about how that division has grown, mm-hmm. and a lot of that has to do with San Francisco. Uh, San Francisco defense in overtime uh, did what it had to do twice, but this couldn't stop them in the end, and their offense couldn't get started enough to get them what they needed. And their field goal kicker, who made a big field goal to take it to overtime, just totally botched Bodies is the, the it. guy off the street. He just signed a contract. I mean, their kicker, Robbie Gould, from is Illinois. Out. He's from Illinois, this and guy. Still. But yes, yes. The guy kicked three field goals in the game. So he got you there to but overtime. But when you needed it the most. He couldn't do it. But, wh- it but shows my argument pressured. is I don't love how the NFL does overtime take a page out of college's out of college's playbook and do colleges. the same setup as the college overtime get the ball at 25 start at the 25 you score either a touchdown or a field goal and then you have to hold the other team to less than that that gives both teams the chance to touch the ball last night you know or the other night when I was watching it uh the Seattle Seahawks were driving down the field and a and a stat came up on the screen cuz I was trying to understand how their overtime works I was trying to remember if they score a touchdown they're on like the 20 yard line. It's game's over. over. Right. If they kick a field goal then the other team has a chance to come back. Right, but I'm like, game's over? Really? And then if no one kicks a field goal, it's a tie? I mean, it's like what happened in the playoff game last year with the Patriots and the uh and the and Kansas City. Yes. So it you just came all the way down and scored a touchdown? Game over. Game over. And it's like, wait, what? We don't even get a chance. You're not even going to give us a chance to touch the ball. No. College gives both teams a chance. Gives your offense and your defense a chance. It a is crack. pretty exciting. I don't think you don't you don't see a lot of people complaining about the college football, football pl- 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 uh, pl- overtime. overtime. You don't at all. But I see a lot of people complaining about uh, NFL overtime. So, so you I think they need to change it to college. and switch it to college. All what right. were you wanting to talk about? Don Roy? Cherry got fired. Finally. I did see this disco Don Cherry. Don Cherry, who is the voice and the face of Hockey Night in Canada, I, if you were to compare him, if for people who don't know or don't watch Hockey Night in Canada, it's like Howard Cosell of Monday Night Football. Hockey. If Howard Cosell were still alive and were doing it up until now. Like he's more like John Madden, I mean, who, no, he was it, Cosell because Cosell was the Cosell was bigger than the thing, right. and Cosell would pontificate and Cosell would you know he riled a lot of people up and rankled a lot of people with the things he said, and then of course he you know he he had his issues and whatnot, but the truth of the matter is, Don Cherry is a guy who often made his living saying controversial things, yes. And what was interesting and where he was at his best, in my opinion, is when he was saying things about hockey that needed to be fixed or things he didn't like about hockey. he was unafraid to give his opinion about the world of hockey. But as he got older and older as a person and as the world we live in changed and changed into a Trumpian world, that it's now OK to rip the shit out of immigrants and rip the shit out of minorities if you're a white guy. And so this guy was like, I'm emboldened. We live in this world now where I can say whatever I want. And he was emboldened for years of them being like, you're the biggest thing out there. Be controversial. You're the thing that people tune in for. Your personality and whatnot. And Jay and I are big supporters of the personality sells what you're watching again you talk about you know Charles Barkley and 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 Shaq and Kenny and Ernie on the NBA on TNT the reason you tune in is because of the personalities right. i like watching pedro martinez talk about baseball cuz he's brilliant and i just love watching his playoff coverage and that stuff you tune in because of the personalities but there's a line you can't cross like by the way there can be nuance sports doesn't have to be so Black and white. It's either you let him go, you let him be controversial because that's who he is, and you 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 made a ton of money off him being controversial, and now you're saying he can't. That's no, yeah. Because what? So what happened here is that he had a take. His take was that it was basically Remembrance Day. Remembrance Day, where people. Canadians are supposed to wear pin. Uh, it's a tradition to wear these poppy pins, which are flower pins, to remember those people who served in your country, served your country. And his whole rant that he went on in his like little Cherry's corner or whatever Don Cherry's like little ranting thing mm-hmm. was that. He was talking about you go into these small cities and you people, it's called immigrants, you people want to come to our country for the milk and honey, but you don't want to support these people. Yeah, I don't see any poppy pins. You go to Toronto, forget about it. They don't want to. It's like, yeah, he he went from an old guy yelling about hockey used to be about hits and hockey used to like the immigrants are ruining our country and don't like that. Which you is funny because hockey is a sport made up of a lot of immigrants. Yeah. Yes, there are a lot of Canadians, but there's a lot of Russians. There's other people European from other players, Czechoslovakia. like the, hockey is great because of these players that came from other countries. Sweden. yeah, like that's it's what makes it great. So what he's saying is, and maybe he even has a tiny point. people who come to this country more recently don't have quite the understanding or the appreciation of generations and don't have people in their family who went off to fight in a war for this country. Is there a way he could have said it? I don't know, but is there a way he could have? To me, someone on staff should have read what he said and said, hey, Don, love this. I think he did it live. I know, but that's the thing. And he's built up so much credit that he's like, you can't tell me what to say. I think someone on the staff, look, the world's changing. Maybe 25 years ago, 30 years ago, you couldn't tell him what to say. But now, the world is a different world. We're in a different place in our universe. And we're at a place now where, yeah, you need someone to listen to what he's about to say and say, hey, man, I love the sentiment to this. We need to pull this little piece out only because there will be people who will say and he will say that's too much. But he'll say they're too sensitive and I'm just going to say whatever the hell I want to say because I'm Don Cherry and I can do it. It just is, in my opinion, maybe there was a way he could say, I wish. What if he were to say we're living in a time that I wish people, the majority of the people in this country would care and support the people who support the the military of this country more. There's a lack of it happening in this country without attributing it to immigrants. Is there a way that he could he have, have got said it, it out there? He could have said he could have It expressed frustration with people not with being disrespectful about it without identifying specific I wear the pin because I, like his whole speech could have been like, I wear the pin because I love what people do. I care about what people do. I want to go out and wherever I go see. I see a pin everywhere. everywhere. If I see someone, his shirt doesn't have a pin on it and today's the day, I feel sad. I feel sad for that person. I feel sad for the future of this country. Could have said that could have said that. But he didn't because he's Don Cherry. And he could have said it with the same vitriol and people would have been like, yeah. That's right. He's speaking the truth. And he could have kept going, but he didn't. And now he's fired, which is a huge controversy because a lot of people who feel the same way he does about immigrants are like, hey, why can't he say that? Freedom of speech. Yeah, And a lot of people who know and love Don Cherry who could care less about immigrants are like, yeah, why are you taking away my favorite thing from from Hockey Night in Canada? That's right. For over you're something you taking about. the side of immigrants who don't support Remembrance Day, which may or may not be true. Right. So then it becomes about that. It's it's a very thorny issue, and he's become a lightning rod. He was, in fact, asked about it later, and he he, and he was like, not yeah, back I I "Yeah, I know what I said. I know what I said, and I said it." Down. So he's going to go double to, down. Which, by the way, is really the way this guy should go out. Yeah, that's the other thing. He's eighty five years old. Eighty five years old. It's like he was going out soon anyway. Life was gonna cancel him on its own anyway. <laughs> yep, I can't Thog believe he's gonna like. I can't, he's can't believe he's hockey still day alive he into the into his nineties. What kind of a crazy suit does he get buried in? I don't know a lawsuit. All right, this is junk shop clothes. Uh, when we come back on the other side, Adam Felber from Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. And uh, nobody listens to Paula Poundstone, the podcast. Real Time with Bill Maher. Writer for Real Time with Bill Maher. And then later on the show, Nick Cage. We have the Sklar Brothers' as a View from the Cheap Seats. Stay with us. reason why your mother was a seamstress. She's
0: a Hey, everybody, it's Elaine Welteroth, and I'm hosting a new podcast called Built to Last by American Express, where we will dive deep into the stories, history, and continued legacy of small businesses that shape American culture. Our debut season will focus on Black-owned small businesses that need our support now more than ever. In each episode, we feature the story of a Black business trailblazer that has inspired a modern Black-owned business. First up is Pinky Cole of Atlanta's food truck turned restaurant, Saletti Vegan. We'll also chat with Hanifa Mwemba, the cutting edge designer behind the Hanifa 3D Digital Fashion Show. Plus, we'll check in with Issa Rae, our modern day renaissance woman. We hope that it encourages all of our listeners to support these businesses as well as the Black-owned businesses in your own communities. Tune in for these amazing stories and others on Spotify, Apple, Apple. YouTube, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.
2: Support for this podcast comes from CDW and Dell Technologies.
1: Hey guys, welcome back to the show, uh, as promised. A really good friend of ours from back in the day in New York, and we've just watched his uh, career blossom and grow. A uh, phenomenal writer for the uh, one of the best shows, consistently still one of the best shows and, on TV. And one in which the writing, I believe, is the star. Real time with Bill Maher. I don't think people understand uh, how much writing goes into that show, we'll talk about it, but he's got a great new podcast with Paula Ponstone. Adam Felber, welcome to the show. Hey, it's a pleasure to be here. Uh, do you, I'm not on Miltmar anymore. I know you're not anymore yeah, anymore, yeah. but you did but it for 11 I years. I had 11 great years there. Well, 11 years on any show. 11 years on a writing gig. I know. I know. It's rare. Kind of, well, it's, it's kind of like sports. Athletes, their careers are typically three years. If you get three years on a show, yeah. people are like, wow, man, I had it made. 11 years on a show. I, I really enjoyed it. A live show, which is just even more. <laughs> it was exciting everywhere. Hair week. raising. Yeah. Was there a lot of. I mean, in the same way of like sports, like people come in to games with like, so many things prepped and they only use like 9% of it. Did you guys write a ton of stuff that just never made Oh yeah, there, there, was, a, there was a significant cutting room floor, obviously. Right. You know, like, like with any late night show, you write a lot more material than you do. So you know all the topics that are coming in that he's going to discuss with his panel. One of us has written up like two pages of facts and potential jokes for him on every topic he's going to bring up and a couple that he doesn't end up bringing up. Right, so he has those at his ex- access. Obviously he has his own thoughts, which are... Our yeah, family. he basically combines his own, reads reads our stuff, writes down what he thinks of it, and has those little blue cards in front of him. That's got his notes. And those are th- thoughts, topics, and jokes. Mostly thoughts and topics, yes. He's internalized the jokes by that point. The guy's That's got kind of an amazing mind. That's unbelievable yeah. when you think about how much pot he smokes. Uh, that is <laughs> unbelievable. Um, indeed. It is really indeed, am- indeed. It is amazing. I mean, the monologue is consistently brilliant. You know, in terms of it just for years and years, it's just been an amazing show and it's grown so much. It's become the show over certainly over the last several years where, like, I'm like, I gotta. It's interesting because you're not breaking news on that show. You're never gonna break news. No. Unless, unless it's, you know, happening that right then. Right then. Yeah. Right. It's happened once or twice. Right. It, yeah. it does happen from time to time. If a late Friday at 6 p.m. thing goes down, you guys can talk about it in the monologue and, that's and nobody gross. else is live. Yeah. Right. So that is amazing. But. Th- you're going to it to say what is the and, and there's a sports angle opinion on this right there's a sports angle on this and I think it's why people listen to our podcast which we're not breaking any news about this this story happened this week and this is the subject we're going to well, talk well you're going to break some today because I, I just bought the Knicks what yes <laughs> they're finally going to be good again uh, <laughs> sorry go on you no 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 day it day is amazing that like it's just you go for the opinions and you go for what is what is going to be this show's take about this thing. exactly that was, that's what made it so fun absolutely well, Interesting because I don't know if you you know watch Sports Center in the '90s and through you of know course. the 2000s, I feel like they have because of the culture and the top sh- take of our show today, which we've already discussed, but uh, which we've already discussed. Although we'll record it later, if okay. that makes sense. Although I might have another idea. Okay, it. well, whatever. So, so this may miss. not be the subject, but it might. This be the might subject. have been something that you discussed earlier on this very program, yeah. but it may not. Just this shows you the order in which we're recording things. <laughs> okay. But the idea that. Uh, so, Jay and I were very much fans of SportsCenter Center in the 90s with everybody Keith, Keith Olbermann. Kenny Keith Mayne, yeah, absolutely Kim Patrick, Kilborn, all those Kilburn guys. Kilborn was great. Great. Yeah. Kilborn was amazing and then was amazing on The Daily Show and then was amazing on his own talk show. I agree. And then just faded off into the abyss, which yeah. is just so weird. And his Timberwolves jersey just, just left, left. Yeah. Uh, and into the hills, literally. I remember there was like talk of him being like the new white shadow, white shadow like the. Ken Reeves, do you remember that? Like the he, white was, gonna the white he shadow? was gonna act in the White Shadow. He was gonna act in the right shadow. I think my buddy um uh John Goldblad, Julius Sharp, who you might remember from the New, oh, New York. well, We're working, working with him, with him right now. Oh, we love him with, dearly. Oh yeah. I think he might still be in touch with Craig. I think he is. He worked on the show and, and we knew other people uh who worked on the show. And by the way, that show was the kindest to us in terms of our stand up and whatnot. Oh, really? But he and I think just Kilborn liked us just from our connections with the SPN and whatnot. But you know, they went away from those personalities. Like, the reason you... It's so funny. They had in their hands ESPN. Yeah. The, and I'll get to why the we are talking about The reason why it. you would tune, tune in. Tune in. Yeah. Which was the same reason why we listened to Bill Maher. The same reason why we li- watched John Oliver. The same reason why we... You want to wanna hear what those guys have to say. What's their take? Yeah, exactly. Same so, reason why part of the interruption... Yeah. emerges from the fray. So what they did was- Kind of why I st- still love watching uh, Charles and Kenny and Ernie. Yeah. I mean, for, since the 90s- A hundred percent. My wife and I have viewed that as like our stories. That's our soap opera. We're going check stories. In with Charles and Kenny. Do yeah. they ever go through one highlight completely? Never. No. They're arguing no, with they each other. anywhere. They're it's yelling chaos. at each other about a fight that happened in the green room before. I, love it. I just love also their cadence isn't like so- up in your face fast 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 they're going to go at the speed of whatever their topic is i'm like did kenny take a sedative what's happening yeah it's <laughs> he <can't> really- <laughs> like a- hey here's a fun fact about kenny which which you'll love is that his oldest kid is the age of our oldest so his oldest kid is 11? Yeah, I wow. know this because when my wife was in labor and, and I needed a break, I went out into the waiting room for a minute to check my messages on my phone. Uh-huh. There, another you a nervous break. first-time dad at Cedar sinai Hospital, Kenny, Kenny- the Smith, right next to What? Time. Yeah. yeah. Did I didn't bug him. I didn't bug him because I knew hey, what I was Fanny. going through, so I didn't want to, hey. you know. Hey, hey, hey Loss us see. Hey. Ernie Lawson. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right, Did uh, Barkley ever do real time? He had dish. to have done real time. Uh, had, not yes. while I was there. I think, I think he, he did. did it long ago. He, I mean, I think he and Bill had some sort of disagreement. Why? <laughs> because <laughs> because like they're both guys who disagree a right, lot. Right, but like, that's the guy that's you need. That's part to... of why he's so good. It is really why I, he's so good. But, I agree. I mean, that is amazing that Kenny the Jet was <laughs> yeah. there with you. <laughs> side. Is this in wow. New York? No, Cedar Sinai. Cedar Sinai here. here, and here. Cedar's Cedar's here. Oh my Cedar's God! Why, yeah. why is Kenny here? Why is he living out wow, in Los maybe Angeles? that's me. He feels man. like an Atlanta yeah, kid. Why, why are we he's living like, out here? I don't, I don't know. know. I'm trying really to make it out. So, of so, here. so but, but anyway, my point was they went away from the personalities. Yes, Sports did, and now they're just afraid to say anything. And it's literally like, rather than get it, when Kenny Maine comes on, that's the best. You are like, I'll watch the Sports Center because I feel like they're trying to they're trying to construct something around Van Pelt. Well, Van Pelt is interesting, and he I, I actually can watch him, and I think his I takes on things are great. And I've always loved Van Pelt. He's the one guy where they can strike around him, but the rest of the Sports Center is like, who cares? Like, yeah. and by the way, these are talented people, but it's just like, who cares? They're 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 not given the if they had opinions, and they're not given the room to express them. So John Cherry, which we kind of talked Don briefly Cherry, about, yeah. and we were talked about maybe that's going to be our top take but yes, that we record sure, later sure, sure, that sure. we already talked about. It, Don Cherry got fired finally from uh, Hockey Night in Canada. Now this imagine he was like Howard Cosell which you know it was like Howard Cosell on Monday Night Football the two were synonymous. Yeah, It was Cosell and then it was nobody else and who cares for years and years and years. Don Cherry is that guy but Don Cherry is also in his started out that way but in his older age become a very right wing like very like conservative talking points and so they were having like their veterans day up there and he went on a rant in his little sort of Don Cherry's, Cherry's corner, Cherry's corner, yeah. corner <laughs> yeah. cherry picking, which is what it should be called, cherry picking. That's Absolutely his conscious. problem right there. Cherry picking. He goes on a rant about how immigrants don't buy the little pin, the little flower poppy pins that you're supposed to wear on the thing, and you people go, come, want to come to our country for the. And he goes off. Well, on that's got to be the end, right? Well, it is. It is and it is. so <laughs> he was fired, and people are like mad about it. But I'm like, there, you should have. A, this is the distinction, and this is the line. You should have opinions. Mm-hmm. Please have them. But that is. There's some things you just can't talk about if you work for a company. You know what I mean? Well, it's that like, in particular, yeah. And, or 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 you could probably talk about that. Yeah. Have how that. do you have that conversation? Have that in a, have that opinion. I don't know. I don't know how you have that conversation. Especially or maybe since just is, be shrewd, is like a big export. Be yes, shrewder about it. how you bring it up. Be smarter about how you. Bring but he's it up. not. He's a dumb old man. You right. know what I mean? He's smart about hockey and knows his shit about hockey, but he's just a dumb guy. It's like how yeah. do you how do you handle that? Uh, all right. So we were talking about you went to uh, the Lakers game and you sat courtside at a Lakers game a couple days ago, yeah. which is is ridiculous. Have you ever sat courtside? Any, Never. No? So Never. So feet, feet on the court. Feet on the court. Feet on the court. Feet on the court. I had. a will show you a picture later. I, yeah. I showed your brother a picture. It was, I was. Yeah. It was like. You, you just stood up in a break and took a picture the There's a picture the of me on the baseline. That's there's the pictures. It was ridiculous, like touching distance. You could smell the players. Right. <laughs> Which I don't know if you want that. Uh, but I mean, uh, I a, you know, there's a lot of axe bodies uh, for in the NBA. See, turns <laughs> <laughs> you can see under the scoreboard. Yeah. You could see what is drawn under. And the... when you say things, the players hear you. No. Right. Way. It was like the warm-ups and like a ball got stuck. This is why I just got out to court. I was in shock. A ball got stuck up over the scoreboard. Uh-huh. And like in two shots, Pascal Siakam, it was a, of yeah. the Raptors, uh-huh. knocked it free. And I was like, wow, good shot. He looked at me and goes, thanks. thanks. Ah. I was like, oh, that's right. These people are actually yeah, right here in front of me. They're human beings. Yes. Big human beings. Uh, they are they're important. huge human beings. Uh, is Anthony Davis the fi- finally the answer for the Lakers since Kobe? Uh, I
2: mean,
1: I mean, yes. I mean, he's he's an answer in addition to LeBron, who seeing him up close, it, that close, was just an, ama- an awe-inspiring amazing. experience. Like he just just decided to he become is. the best point guard in the NBA this year yeah. because there's no other point guard in the Lakers, and he had like 15 assists. Yeah, he's insane. Yeah. Well, also because whoever's guarding him when he comes up is not going to be like the type of guard, like small guard, yeah, who that's... is going to pester him and steal the ball. So, He's going up against their three or four. Yes, right. So that person he's going to run them ragged, and that so three that, or four is not used to guarding somebody who's not right. playing. So like, they're a not going to pick him up full court. They're and he's pick playing defense court. this year. He yeah. decided to come back and play defense. Absolutely, it's and is. AD is on the court. I mean, yeah. AD is so AD has a move. So the Lakers are seven and two. The Nuggets are seven and two. The Rockets are seven and two. The Clips are seven and three. I gotta say the, the Clips Clips Jazz are a better three. team than the Lakers. They are because they haven't even the unveiled Paul, Paul George, George this week, right? Right. Yeah. So there is like my son and I try to watch a lot of Clippers games on TV because we're Clippers fans, and he uh, we watched the Clippers without Kawhi when they shut down Kawhi the other night. Yeah. And there was this feeling of, oh, these are last year's Clippers and they hung in hard in that game against a very good team. They hung in super hard and then they ultimately lost against the Bucks but But they're that good without two franchise players. They're that players. good without two franchise players. Yeah. You watch them in that game and they're and they're within two points. They won two games off the Golden State Warriors last year in Golden State. Yeah, they did. Came in the back out. from 30 down with that so, old team. With, with the whole team there. I mean, you had Durant on the court as well. So it, like, it's, it, Doc Rivers should have been coach of the year for the past two years. I but think. I'm just, just telling you, so, I mean, this is how tight the West is in the best way. We like, haven't even mentioned Houston. But without, so without... We should talk about Houston. We should talk about Houston, but without the the Golden State Warriors are in last place in the West. And by, I feel like everyone's going to beat up on them because no Steph, no Clay, no... And it's fun. Just, no, and it's it's like fun like to the up on, yeah. just beat yeah. up on Draymond. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, think about <laughs> I would, this. I think about how exciting this is. Lakers and the Nuggets, you cannot discount the Nuggets, the Rockets and the Clippers. Those four are all 7-2 and two or 7-3. and three. And I feel like... the. This could be this way all the way to the end of the I season. It absolutely could, and Utah's not bad either. Seven Utah's been, great. The moves that the Jazz made in this offseason, amazing. Smart. Bogdanovich, yeah. unbelievable. These guys, I mean, first he makes the last picture show, yeah, and then he, that's, oh, that's a different that's Bogdanovich. That's a different Bogdanovich. Oh, no, but Sorry. still, it's an impressive career when you put him together. Falls in love with Sybil Shepard. I know. Yeah. Starts Besides putting s- her in his movies. Makes, then he starts balling. Then he starts straight, <laughs> straight balling. <laughs> By the way, the Phoenix Suns are 6-3. and three. Phoenix and Suns are good. I think one of their victories is against the Clippers. But it was without Kawhi that yeah, could be wrong on that. Dallas, Minnesota, San Antonio, Dallas but, I mean come on. Dallas Donchick. is super fun. They got the unicorn and uh, the, the unicorn and Donchick. Yeah, Doncic. Donchich. But I mean, that is so you look in the east, and Boston's eight and one, Milwaukee's seven and three, Toronto is seven and three. Like, did we? Well, even I just think, watched Toronto from So, courtside. They're still good. They're re, you know, I think I think a lot of people we all think in terms of superstars. Right. You but, lose Kawhi and then you're gone and well, you're they lost class. Kawhi and, and they should have been gone, right? And then they lost Kyle Lauer earlier in the week two, he has broken thumb. Oh, he didn't geez. play. And in two straight nights, they beat the Lakers and came real close against the Clippers. Yeah. So the 76ers are 6-3. and three, The Indiana Pacers are 6-4. and four. You know who's in the seventh position in, in the East in the playoff spot just right now in the way too early? Cleveland Cavaliers. That's impossible. Who beat the Knicks. Well, yeah, but... <laughs> the Knicks are last. The, the Knicks, Knicks are two just, and nine. Yeah. The Knicks, the Knicks two and nine. are just it's so sad. Like I'm a New Yorker. Are you Knicks? You're a New Yorker. Yeah, my wife and I were both fan. big basketball fans, so we adopted the Clippers when we moved out here. So right. did we. So did we. You moved out here in two thousand four. Two thousand four. Okay, yeah. so we did in ninety nine. But fans. so you grew up Knicks fans. So you grew I did. up. You my grew, wife grew up in like Oklahoma. Okay, so you grew up a Knicks fan you your life was wrapped up with patrick ewings oh yeah mis, his missteps and his failings at the couldn't highest couldn't get a layup against the Indiana pacers and you don't go to the finals like there's that in 98 yeah yeah i mean it literally hurts me inside I when know, you say I'm things like sorry, that i mean I'm sorry. you so you want to bring up john starks <laughs> in, uh, in game I mean, 7 next but john starks john starks for all the john starks outplayed his expectations okay you know the guy the was like was... bagging groceries, and all of a sudden he's well, like dunking. I had dunking an expectation that he doesn't hoist up seven threes yeah, in the true. fourth quarter. Yeah, true yeah. that he became too <laughs> Sorry, confident. It's no, it's so... true. No, but you're right. He was. But, he, but, he but was a... fans. But Knicks fans got Knicks fans after Patrick Ewing got this unexpected breath. Of success through Allen Houston, Larry Johnson, Larry I love Johnson, that team. Marcus Camby, Marcus Camby, yeah. Uh, who else was on that trail? Spree Latrell Chokum Spreewell, like that. <laughs> that loved sco- Charlie Ward, Charlie Ward, Charlie Ward, <laughs> Charlie Ward. <laughs> Heisman <laughs> Trophy winner Charlie Ward, Absolutely. and then Chris Childs for a little while. I mean, uh, oh yeah, oh, those yeah. Are, and Anthony Mason and We, had, we made it to Oakland. the finals.
0: But but what
1: I loved about that team, and I don't know if you can even build a team like that because the NBA is filled with so many superstars, is that team was built correctly meaning you you're had, about to contrast that with uh with now aren't you right well i mean it's not built correctly now but i mean the <laughs> idea that you build it there t- weren't super teams back then That's No, true. but like there but were not they're like okay so we're gonna put oakley in and mason in and they're just gonna bang their big guys so hard yeah. they're gonna take the life out of them and who cares if they fall out yeah. like we don't care different Be- rules now different rules like there was not, a time in the, the 80s in the NBA where every game two dudes would square off and, and start, start throwing punches and then they'd break them up and say get on the free throw line yes no one's getting kicked out of this game <laughs> exactly. we're just putting you back on is the line is it better now or worse should we allow that or is it better to clean I, that up I think it's better now I He's mean gonna... I like anybody I've got sentimentality for the what the game was. Sure. Right. But I remember getting real frustrated and bored during some of those early nineties, mid nineties like hacking fests. It's hacking fests where, where you're in the fourth quarter and the score is like sixty five to sixty two. Yeah, yeah. That's not good. Yeah. You like to see I mean it is kind of fun to see it. Just I mean I'm like glad to see the Warriors up. fall, but their style of basketball was unbelievable. It's beautiful. Yeah. I think you beautiful. gotta credit Mike Dantoni for that more than anybody. He, he, he invented that style of play. He, he did re- invent it. He really opened things up. It's crazy three that three seconds or or who was the three seconds was that Paul, West Paul Westfall Hall. was like three point one seconds. Just get that get shot it down up. there yeah. and just start shooting. Uh, Dantoni's book at was I think called Eight Seconds or Less. Which Eight seconds like or less. Like when he wanted to shot off. Yeah. yeah. From when it's it, that's up. the NBA. It's funny because the University of Michigan just got Jawan Howard back from. He was, you know, Miami Heat for a long time, you know, played yeah. for the Heat for a while and then coached with them, was a player coach for a while. He basically, turned Hassan Whiteside into. Yeah, Hassan Whiteside was a. That's like, an amazing tradition. He was like a YMCA rec league dude. And, and turned <laughs> into a max contract guy. But what Jawan Howard is bringing to Michigan, even in their first game, was a very wide open NBA shoot first, <laughs> get it up, get it up, get it out, it's get it like, going. It's like if you have a good shot, you take it. Don't that wait. Could, that could be the future of. I mean, of the did. future of college. Ball. Well, it's so funny because a lot of the a lot of the criticism of college basketball was it's fifty two to forty nine. This yeah. Wisconsin game is. Although, like remember those old like tournament games, like Princeton versus Georgetown, in like the when first Princeton round. would slow it down so much and it was like forty two forty. You could and so so, but that's the gripe against college basketball. It's like you got two 20 minute periods. These guys are taken the life out of the game, no one can hit Four shots. Corners. Like especially well, they're Texas kids Tech. They're
2: not going to have a at percentage.
1: Texas Tech had such good defense. Like it held Michigan to forty-four points, Michigan State to forty-six points, all in these tournament games that it are shouldn't like, look like a football score at the right, end. Right? They're snoozers. Football's scoring sixty points a game, and these guys can't even get to sixty. Do you think that the influx of European players has kind of opened it up because they play like wide open? There's, they like, they no play wide open. I'm, not, I'm still not clear on what the Euro step is, other than like traveling with an. Well, Right. right, Kind of like hopscotch. You kind of go left, right. I I get that it's technically legal, but it is. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it is technically good, but Well, it's it a, is funny, like, anytime someone basically travels, someone's like, they Eurostepped. <laughs> exactly, that's your defense. <laughs> they Eurostepped. Which stepped. tells you a little something about what the Eurostep is. Eurail? Eurail? Eurail they, pass? They took the Eurail, Eurail pass, pass straight. That's, straight that's traveling. That's the definition of traveling through were Europe. Were you a Yankees fan or a Mets fan growing Yankees. up? Yankees. 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 So, you know, you were in New York with us <clears throat> during those- During like the that the amazing incredible Gita rot Gita rot in the run. 90s. Oh, my God, yeah. I got to see a couple of World Series games. Did was, you really? Yeah. Yeah. So here's the crazy thing about New York is that, like, I remember the night that the Yankees won their first one with G. 96. Think, yeah, 96. So, yeah. so we're 96, in New York. We're in New York. And we're in the win. comedy scene. We're in the comedy. So they win, and we're in, kind of in Times Square, and it's going nuts. No, okay. we were at, like, Mustangs, I, I think, on 33rd and oh, yeah. 7th, near, near Madison Square Garden. Right. So people are, like losing their shit. They're the New Yorkers are in the streets. I, like I, in I Seventh the Avenue. Oh, you're yeah. excited. I was in Brooklyn and we t- and after watching it with my buddy Michael Bernard uh-huh. and my girlfriend and his girlfriend and after they won we got in a cab and went to Midtown Manhattan. just or to, as close to it as we could just get. Just to be there. Just to be there with people in the streets. So we did the reverse and we went into, we like then went to Ace Bar, which was on 5th between A and B. Yeah. And... No, I think we had a spot somewhere. Oh, do we have a spot I somewhere? Think we, right. went no, we, we went down to like went. perform at like Surf Reality or Collective, like whatever. <laughs> and, then went over, and then went over to this bar and it was like, no like a regular... Thursday. You know what I mean like you didn't even know that's how big Manhattan was it's is that <laughs> there were pockets of Manhattan that just couldn't give a shit. Yeah. And other parts losing their minds. Losing, losing their minds. Yeah, I was in Union long. Square for a while that night. yeah They, they like were losing their, Yankees fans. losing their minds. Just losing the their Yankee minds. Yankee I mean it's great the I mean the Yankees are back even though they They didn't are. They made some, they made a couple of mistakes this season that kept them from getting the title. They needed to they needed to pick up a real arm. I don't think anyone was going to beat the Nationals, which goes back to is what you were saying before. It goes back Team to were saying it. You lo- well, you so they lose Bryce Harper. They lose their Kawhi Leonard. Now Bryce Harper isn't a champion who carries teams to championships. I don't. But yeah, I don't think non pitchers do. They lose the 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 biggest piece of that, and then the then they win. The yeah, World that hit. was impressive. What if Toronto is? You're that? right that non pitchers don't carry teams. Like you think just that can't. Mike Trout is so good that he should have at least taken them to the playoffs. He has. Yeah. He has. They well, them, like, LeBron has I mean, t- taken teams to the finals with, with nobody. Yeah. You know. Yeah. In, in basketball, LeBron, you can LeBron, do LeBron that. James took a team to the finals – like the last year it was in Cleveland. It was like him, Tristan Thompson, and three dudes who worked at like a boost mobile. Yeah, yeah no, no, absolutely. You know, like, like a hobo. Yeah. You know, like, I would I would say that hobo. might be the worst team that's ever gone. Like, to like the a finals. guy with only one shoe on. Yeah. <laughs> just, there was that guy Z. What was his name? Zydrunas Ilgowskis. Yeah. He was the second best player in the team that year. Ilgowskis, we said his vertical was so small you could barely slip a piece of loose leaf. Paper, under, under, his, him when under a jump, jump shot. shot that's like he'd he'd actually, against his he actually he's 6'11 but when he shoots he's 6'9 yeah. like he goes <laughs> he, down yeah, he did he did kind of have kind of a slot, he goes yeah. down in it i do uh, think, i must
3: find my center of gravity uh, <laughs> a gravity is small is uh what i love <laughs>
1: <laughs> what i love is that the nba this year is like from the first day that first week when the lakers played the clippers i was like oh this is different yeah, yeah. This is a different. Well, season. We're very lucky to be living in Los Angeles right now because, but it's I, never been. It, it's never been both those teams. But for the good. last five years, we were like, it's gonna. For the last five years, we were like, it's the Warriors. It's the Warriors. Yeah, the Warriors. Exactly. Really the last barring four years. injuries, which of course derailed them last year. I think if the Warriors stayed healthy, if they were all healthy at the end of that year, yeah, they would beat, think they beat they Toronto. I oh think yeah, they'd if, Kev, gone to if Kevin Durant's half Durant, hadn't like rolled right, up like a right. So so, but. I think it's great that they reorganize. It's almost like when you're playing in the backyard and one team's winning, 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 and you're like, okay, we got to reorganize these teams. Yeah. Let's reshuffle up. You go on this team, you go on this team, and let's make it fair. And that's what basically the NBA did without saying that's what we're doing. And now teams that have never had hope, like you think about how the Nets are going to feel next year. Oh, my God. Like I, I have a soft hope, spot for the Nets. I used to travel out the to the Metal ends and see them. So I love the Nets, too, because— there's a there's a guy from Michigan who is really making a name for himself who was not a heralded recruit and then he rose to the ranks of Michigan was not a high draft pick Karis Levert. All oh right. yeah he's pretty high it was a pretty high not a huge draft it's pick like for the second minutes. round or end of first round Okay. Uh, but he's a, l- a little bit of uh, linguistic trivia his last name in French means the vert. Oh, thank you. The I vert. did not know that. Yeah, Levert and in, and the vert. Means, so his vertical is pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the yeah, vert. yeah gotta he gotta has figure. an anti ilgauskis Yes, an he actually goes up into the air. He is this. the vert. Let's take a break. Let's take a break, and we'll come back, and we'll talk about quick hits uh, with Adam Felber. Adam, Adam Felber. Felber fun, and yeah. again, we'll talk about the podcast that he has because uh, oh, phenomenal, so cool. All right, uh, this is view from the chief seats. We'll be back. Who's this? This is uh, this is hear you say featuring Trillia featuring
2: Pride no, no, no. support for this podcast comes from WGU Do you want a more skilled and effective workforce? Do you want to build loyalty and increase employee retention? A partnership with Western Governors University could be exactly what you need. Over 300 organizations nationwide already count on WGU for valuable education benefits that lead to better prepared and more capable workers. With more than 60 accredited bachelor's and master's programs to choose from and shorter credential programs coming soon, WGU has long been a leader in making quality higher education more accessible. Flexible online learning is the key. Students can fit schooling around their existing schedules and even complete courses and degrees sooner than planned. WGU makes earning a respected degree possible with just a computer and an internet connection. Partner with WGU today to make a smart investment in your company's and employee's future. Learn more at wgu.edu slash partnerships. That's wgu.edu slash partnerships. 5G nationwide available in 1,800 plus cities on most VZ 5G devices. Monthly per line pricing with five plus lines on biz unlimited start. Device payment, smartphone purchase, auto pay and paper free billing required. Terms apply.
1: Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I uh, want to remind people we are in Austin, Texas right now as this drops. We got shows tonight at Cap City, two shows tomorrow night, two shows. Uh, it's one of the best comedy clubs in the country, I, one of I the love the best that comedy city. cities in the country, one of I the best cities all. in the country. Uh, we will be there. We will be rocking out. We're so grateful uh, that we get to headline comedy clubs. Even if it's hard on our families, we are proud of the fact that we get to go around and do that. Uh, and we want to talk about your podcast as well, Adam Felber. Tell us about uh, the podcast, how people can listen to it. Paula Poundstone, hilarious. Yeah, it's my friend, uh, Paula Poundstone and me. It's called Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone. Love that And on our logo, you'll see her and you'll see me plugging my ears. Love it. The the whole idea is that I'm there to kind of keep her on track, which is a completely impossible She has so one of it. the fastest comedy minds out there as far as improv, and certainly like- Absolutely. When you think about crowd work, crowd work is mostly a, like a male, th- I, I think of male comics who do You more think court, of it that way, yeah. But she was like the first, I feel like, big time female comic who was able to- Contact with the audience, connect with the audience, and then, and then weave that into brilliant. Crazy. That is still how she works. It's really amazing to watch. It's amazing. She played but but that's the gotta Ace gotta Hotel here in Los Angeles a couple of weeks ago. Uh, not yeah, the theater at the Ace Hotel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, not the lobby itself. No, which would have been amazing. Would, we've played the lobby, but uh, but you but that's got to be fun to go on that ride with her. And you I, guys I, just, I just love it. We have a really funny relationship. The show is, uh, you know, purportedly an advice show, but it's just become completely surreal because Paula's busting out these hand puppets mm-hmm. which don't actually have puppets although listeners are sending them in like, yeah. like a Mrs. Culpepper who's some antebellum widow and, and, she's basically and French creating Trump characters. which makes no sense at all. French yes. Trump? Yes. French yeah, Trump. French Trump. That's hilarious. What would French Trump be? Would, he, she says the kind of things that Trump would French say with Trump a French accent. Say, it's like a douchebag who like, smokes, Like impeachment. Empezamos. Empezamos. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I love so it. It. it's worth listening to. We have a guest on every on every show. Okay, that, who will be an expert for us, telling us whether, for instance, you know, uh, we need to take care of the mold in Paula's kitchen. Is it killing her? Yeah. Or should we get our genitals pierced? <laughs> we have people on who answer. You know, and they're very like that. straight and yeah. very serious. And you guys we, get to. We like around. them to be as serious as possible. That's We right. have That's a lot great. of professors on the show. That's, That's great. So, great. so they them. come with the facts, and and you have to keep Paula on track. Yes because she just... She's all over the place. I and love it's, it. It's super entertaining. It's great you can idea. listen to it anywhere your podcasts are given away. That's all right, great. Nobody fun. listens to Paula Poundstone with Adam Felber also. Uh, pick that up. All right, let's do some quick hits because some weird things happen in the world of sports this week. Randy's on the list and uh, let's get down to it. I will. So, uh, Eddie Pepperill, not Eddie Pepitone. Not Eddie Pepitone. I just Pepitone. saw Eddie Pepitone I yesterday. I love Eddie Pepitone <laughs> so <laughs> much. This is Eddie Pepperill, the Eddie Pepitone of uh, Of golf was DQ'd from a Turkish Airlines Open. Uh, wh- why do you think he was DQ'd? Well, first of all, I don't know that Turkey is like the best uh, sponsor of anything right now, even yeah. their airlines, but okay. I don't think I would go on a Turkish Airlines. So he f- he <laughs> forgot, he had a day to forget at the Turkish Airlines Open on Saturday when he was disqualified for after running out of golf balls. So he ran, a- that's something you should On a just- golf course? Yes. Yeah. So I he mean, was like, bro, can you hand me a golf? And they're like, you're out, dude. The Englishman exhausted his supply at the fourth hole when he sent all of his balls into the water. That's a bad day. Yeah, no, it's definitely a bad day. I play golf, and if you hit two in the water, you're like, all right, let's drop it on the other side. Yeah. Or like, did he Did he? Or putt it around the water. Right. Did he hit it <laughs> into the water? Did he hit it into the water and then throw the rest of his bag like into the water? Like, because that's oh, something that could I could also do. Yeah, Martin Keimer, who partnered with uh, partnered with the with Pepperell. And the Martin third- Keimer, who's a German, right? Right. Whose yeah, entire name sounds like a last name? Right, Martin. Keimer. Martin Keimer. Yeah, so the Martin Keimers are coming over tonight. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: <and> they, <laughs> David Martin Kaimer. How
1: are you? The Martin Kaimers are coming over tonight, and they do not eat fish, so don't put out the lot. <laughs> did you make the pepperil pasta? You did. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> who partnered with Pepperell in the third round alongside <laughs> George Coatsy? Coatsy is another name. Wow. Coatsy like, is that guy who spread his ass, ass open in the internet. And there were all those. Oh yeah, remember that? Oh yeah, Coatsy. Coatsy. <laughs> Feel like oh come on, Coatsy. Uh, the go- reactions go- of people seeing Coatsy for the first time was yeah also as interesting as the. Cozy's. He was a one-man lemon party. <laughs> so this was said, <laughs> and then he lost either four or five balls in the water. Four or five of the par five. Eddie hit his shots to the green. Then came over to tell us he had run out of balls. Then he walked off like.
0: Oh, him. so he Walked wasn't off. kicked off.
1: I thought he lost 4 or 5. We're about 80% sure it was 5, 20% 4. I love that they had to qualify I They that. don't know. Yeah. So, so if you're 80% sure that it's 5, he right. was quick, so it was hard to keep track. He did not He did not ask if he could borrow one from George. It did not look like he wanted to play. He did not putt with his putter on the third hole. He putted with a wedge. This guy's just going crazy. crazy. No, this guy's having a meltdown. This guy's, <laughs> <just This> guy's <laughs> tin cupping it. No, <laughs> yeah. Which, by the way, tin cupping is a terrible move. terrible move. no this this guy's absolutely um, uh, Luke Wilson in Royal took his shoe off yeah exactly shoe was off Pepperell was two over having racked uh, uh, two over for the day that's not the bad having racked up four bogeys and two birdies in his first 12 holes having started on the back that's mountain. not bad are, if, if the Knicks are Kyrie and and Kevin, and and then they get the rest of they fill it in with other role players. Sure, do that. sure. I love this fantasy land we're in. And the Lakers are good. It's the Knicks, Knicks and, and the Lakers. Lakers. The Celtics are good. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like uh, to me, that's good. The Knicks the are all that's holding us back from that. <laughs> why can't the league? Why can't Adam Silver say you are bad for this league? We are going to get rid of you. I don't. I, I ask myself that a lot, and I I think that's just not how the league is building. Can own it? You can build. But can Knicks fans? Petition, like I bet all the Knicks but fans can out They petition, there, but it, it, if Dolan doesn't want to sell the team, nothing on this planet can make him sell the team. So I don't know why he wouldn't. Like, Can't he be sued for that? But negligence? If, I were, if I were New York, I would say, let's band together as a city and nobody go to the games. Nobody go to the games. That's the only way you hit him in the pocketbook is we're not going to buy tickets but people yeah. will still go people will P- still go because it's a professional go. sporting event it'll minutes, be that other tier of people who do, who've never gone to games but always wanted to so, there's a lot of this, people And there's, and the problem is that there's a lure to the Knicks so Blake Griffin was sitting in this seat that you're sitting in right now oh, when geez, he was so. on the Clippers I love that guy he's the best <laughs> when he was on the Clippers and he wasn't sure... Where LeBron was going to go. They weren't sure where LeBron was going to go. And we said, where's LeBron going to go? What if go? he came to the Clippers? He like, obviously, I'd love it, but I think he could go to New York. And we said, why? And this got picked up by Stephen A. Smith, by the way. And Stephen A. Smith was like, how, why are you talking about how he's going to go to the... Knicks, Knicks and you don't want him on your own team and I'm like Stephen A you did not listen to what he said on our podcast right, sure. what he said was I would gladly take it in a second however I, I think, think he might go to New York and we said why and he's like Man, there's an allure to playing in Madison, Madison Square, Square Garden, absolutely Garden is different is. than anywhere else yeah you think about that life I hear that you think about you know, living in an apartment in New York City I've it's, done it. It's, it's a good life. Exactly. I, did, I did it with very little money. You did it not on an NBA salary. <laughs> exactly. All right, last story. Sharks' Evander Kane, uh, the Evander Holyfield of mm-hmm. uh, of hockey, uh, sued for $500,000 by casino, claiming he failed to pay back gambling markers. The cas- Well, I mean, we can trust a casino, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. They count, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is why people are saying there should be no... Uh, team in Las Vegas because you've got guys with a lot of money and athletes thinking they don't... They live They're above whole, the law. That's right. They live a whole life of like, I'm giving this. you free stuff. Right? So yeah. you get a $500,000 marker, I'm not paying that back. And suddenly you got to pay it back. San Jose Sharks forward Edward Kane. Did they break they his legs, legs yet? Evander Kane, who was suspended for the first three games of this season for abuse of officials. So this guy's abusing officials. Right. Not, not but again. they didn't break his legs yet. So no. Vegas has changed. The uh, Cosmopolitan uh, Casino in Las Vegas, which we've been to that place. Yeah. It's like a lot of young people. Yeah. It's yes. like a club. Is suing him for $500,000, claiming he failed to Payback gambling markers, uh, the lawsuit which uh, was filed Monday in Clark uh, County District. I don't Court. understand what markers are. Can you Markers are one? like they forward you $500,000 because they know you're good for it. They're like, here, there's. They give you their marker. They put that money. Yeah. So, okay. Cain, no, Kane took out eight markers between 20000 and $100,000. Did he bet on credit. hockey? No, I think he was just betting Betting in the tables. Oh, okay. the tables. Lost it Shark- all. The Sharks were in town that week for a first-round NHL playoff series against the Vegas Golden Knights. That's what we're talking about. That's is oh, what I'm talking yeah. about, which was won by San Jose after a controversial Game 7. So you understand why he was gambling. He won and he was celebrating. But, like, this is it. Would this guy be in Vegas during the playoffs? No, he'd be in a strip were- club with a stripper. Thank you. And yeah, also, an in making an illegitimate kid, which eventually down the line in child support would cost him $500,000. But we'll go pro at some point. Yeah. Thank it's you! Awesome. he's got the talent. Steak. Productive Steak. member of sister. Steak. <laughs> I don't. I don't get gambling, man. I can't do it. I, I'm not into it. And I go to Vegas a fair amount, and I, I'm never. Why in do danger you go to losing? Vegas a fair amount? That's just just stuff happens. Yeah. I, I meet my sister there because she works for a tech company that. You I know, love goes your there sister. sister. We love your yeah. sister. She's, She's the best. Little Susie Felber. Yep. Um, little Susie Felber who had the soul of like a 1940s or 30s, 1920s, like host of like, I don't want to say madam, but like a host of a cabaret show. Yes, from there the you go. Cabaret host from the 40s. Yes. 40s, right? Absolutely. Um, even oh, in the 1990s. My friend at Comedy Central who then hosted at Yale Triple Inn, a fantastic show. Yeah. That yeah we did which is gone love. now. The building gone. is gone. Everything is gone. Everything yeah. is gone. Yeah. Yeah. Everything Except James it. Nolan. Get him out, Get out of out there. How has he not been torn down and replaced Tear with him a... down and replace him with condos. I don't know. Get him out of there. All right. Adam Felber, thank you for coming His on the show. His podcast one more time As Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone with Adam Felber. Uh, check that out subscribe to it come see us in Austin uh, when we come back oh yeah voicemail from Nicolas Cage Uh, he apparently is making more movies and you can't stop him and maybe he's at Golden Knights games we don't know this is nausea uh, the name of the song oh I love this uh, craft spells Uh, we'll be back with more you from the cheap seats right for this Hey, guys, welcome back to the show. Adam Felber, fantastic. Uh, once again, come see us this weekend. Uh, Cap City. Cap City with Amy Miller. We love Amy Miller so much. She's a great comic. I think Hunter Duncan might be opening for us really? this weekend, too. He's, I love Hunter. We're, we're going to see him. He's such a great comic local, uh, Austin awesome guy. It's just one of the best clubs, Cap City. Come hang with us in Austin, wherever. We'll, we'll be out hanging and having a good time, because we really love this weekend in a city that we truly adore. Cap City Comedy Club, two shows tonight, two shows tomorrow. Let's sell them out. Let's do it. Let's uh, do it. For before we get out of here, we said we have a voicemail from Nick Cage. Uh, here it is.
3: Yeah, what is going on? Jason Randall Scholar. What's happening? It's your boy, your boy, your partner in crime, your your ever eternal amigo, Nicholas Cage. And guys, I just want you to know, I'm just getting back. I was just in uh, Los Angeles, California, Uh, at the American Film Market, where I just sold the rights for my next movie. It's called Grand Isle, and guys, this movie is going to be one of the hardest, most intense roles that Nicolas Cage will ever have played within the month that we are shooting it, because I also have four other films shooting that month. Let me give you a quick actual quote of the synopsis of this movie. Forced to hire a cash-strapped handyman, Nicholas Cage plays a a man to, oh, let me take it back. Forced to hire a cash-strapped handyman to repair a fence destroyed while Cage, me, was gunning down a home intruder. Fuck yeah, Nicholas Cage. Don't try to come into my house, because guess what? You will get gunned down and I will break my fence. Fuck yeah. I can't fix that fence. I need to hire someone to come in and do it. But anyway, listen to this. Oh, shit. I lost it. Here we go. Uh... He invites this man into his life to fix his fence, and he finds that his life is taking a strange turn, and after a night filled with greed, sex, violence, and unspeakable, unspeakable discoveries, a detective, played by one Kelsey Grammer, fuck yeah, Fraser in a Nicolas Cage movie, get it? Uh... He's brought in to lead a police investigation. So just let let that hit you for a second. Cage, in a movie, playing a man who guns down someone who tries to home intrude him, brings in another man to fix that fence, and then what ensues is a night of greed sex and unspeakable discoveries if that does not sound like a Nicolas Cage movie you can get the fuck out of Dodge but men before I go there's one thing men and women who are watching listening to this watching listening to this men women and those uh, gender nonconforming folks who are listening to this get fucking on board cause Cage is coming in hot for this movie that I'm making it's called Grand Isle and then get this guys before I go I just want to chime in and say one last thing there's one role that I need to play. And I'm talking to you Raider fans, Raider Nation, Las Vegas, get ready for the Raiders. How pumped would you be if next year during kickoff of the Las Vegas Raiders, the mascot for the Raiders comes ripping out onto the field dressed in silver and black, and guess who that mascot is? Nicholas Coppola, a.k.a. Nicholas Cage let that hit your fucking brain all right i'm gonna go outside and get in a fight with somebody hopefully vince neal all right guys let's do this stay hot stay stay well be hot be well cage out
1: uh he he doesn't i feel like he should own he should buy the vegas golden knights or the Raiders. Or the Raiders. How great would it be if Nick Cage owned Or if he was the mascot. If he's the mascot. Because his head is getting bigger. If he drive, he's the mascot, and he drives to the 50-yard line, drives oh. the Zamboni drunk, or the 50-yard line on a motorcycle made of dinosaur skulls. Come on. Moretti. I'm in. got to do that. This is Hey, Moon, John Mouse. The, uh, the earlier song that we had in there uh, was Junk Shop Clothes at the end of the first segment by the... Uh, by the auteurs Wanted to give them Credit for that And of course The first song Tennis Alright guys Punch Waterfalls uh, Go to uh, FluffyCrate.com Put in Sklar Get all your Merch we and stuff We have new sweatshirts For the winter months That's the best Holiday di- gift you can get It's the softest Sweatshirt you'll bucks. ever find It's the best sweatshirt You'll ever give uh, And Jay How much do you Love that sweatshirt It's so good I, I live in it Soft and beautiful I live in it Even though it's narcissistic To have my name On a sweatshirt Who cares It looks great on you Alright guys Punch Waterfalls And we'll see you next week